I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, uh, I'm here to keep real wrestling alive. Hopefully, we can get your support in doing that. Um, so, welcome! Thank you, everyone who's uh, watching or listening. We're also on Twitch, and um, we are on basically any podcast uh, like location wherever you get your podca- podcasts. Uh, we'll probably be there. You just look up Catch Wrestling Alliance Pod um, on Twitch. We're also um, you just look up Catch Wrestling Alliance. We should be there. Um, so anyway, our main thing is here on YouTube. Um, you know, if if ever I reference like uh, some of our early matches or um, you know even matches from our events and stuff, uh, you will be able to find all of our matches on our YouTube channel. So um, you know, like basically, so just for your information, just in case um, you ever want to look up some of the things that we talk about. Um, chances are it's going to be on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, check out our, our main website. That's where our CWA Academy stuff will be. So if anybody, uh, is like lives in a remote place, it's not near Los Angeles. It's kind of funny. It's like, there's plenty of big cities in, in the world, but so I don't mean to refer to your, your beautiful home <laughs> as uh, remote or anything like that. Um, it's just if you're not around LA or if you're not around South Carolina with John Strickland, um, then you, and if you want to learn catch wrestling, then, you know, you can always do our online course, the CWA Academy, and that would be on our website. Um, so actually one thing, I don't know if, if anybody else, uh, if you uh, are interested in like building your own online thing with the the website that we use um is uh, through kajabi and we have like um there's a link in the description below if you want because you have some sort of expertise and you want to try to build your website uh through online courses and stuff then uh you can click on that and um so you can try that out so just throwing that out there we just put that in there uh in our in the description but Anyway, let's go ahead and get to our main topic because last week, I can't remember which one of you it was, um, but one of you made a comment asking about like, uh, like it was kind of a thing about like self-defense and age. So I think someone was concerned about like, well, if you're doing catch wrestling and what if you get like, you know, once you get much older, can you still be using catch wrestling techniques for self-defense or, you know, whatever. I think that, that was the gist of the comment. I'm sorry I don't have the main comment right in front of me, but that was the gist of it. Um, and I, I responded by talking about, like, how when I first 
uh, trained in Wigan, uh, I believe Coach Roy Wood was already in his 70s, and he was still able to demonstrate the techniques, and uh, he even um, like drilled some techniques with me um, because like at that time there, that one time uh, there there was an odd amount of people in the class, or I think my partner you know had to step out of the room for a second or something. So uh, Coach Roy Wood uh, got on the mat with me and drilled the techniques. Um, so uh, the main thing about about longevity is how well you take care of yourself. And I know uh, Roy has always kept active. Um, and he's tried to, um, you know, stay physically fit. And that's kind of the main point uh, that you want to, you want to kind of think about is just taking care of yourself. So uh, when you're 70 or 80, you can still do a lot of damage. And there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's a lot of news stories where they talk about like some boxer, you know, uh, uh, someone breaks into a senior citizen's house and the guy was a boxer in his youth and he knocks out the bad guy or something like that. There's there's a lot of things like that where maybe if you, you know, like basically it's, it's all about taking care of yourself. But let's go and talk about this a little bit more because there's a little bit more of the mental aspect that goes into it as well. Um, so I want to try to bring in an expert, well, somewhat of an expert because this person never lived uh, past 40 unfortunately, but we're going to be talking about Frank Gotch. So here's the book we're going to be referencing. So this is a wrestling uh, by Frank Gotch, World's Champion. So this came out about, uh, I think it was actually the same year he died. It was like 1918, I believe. Yeah, it was copyright 1918. Uh, so this is the book that, um, uh, like, I think it's like, um, like they got a lot of plates. And so pictures of... Uh, techniques and stuff. So I'm kind of, I'll show you the book. It's it's, it's really small. This is actually uh, when, unfortunately it's like not mint condition, but this is actually uh, uh, the way the book came out. This is the book. So this is how you would have gotten it back in 1918, except it would have been brand new and the cover wouldn't have been ripped off. Um, but with that being said, right, a lot of time has passed. But it'll have a lot of plates of different techniques. So it was. Uh, it was Frank Gotch's tutorial, so it was his uh, his his version of what like online <laughs> online teaching. How many of us many of us learn all kinds of things online nowadays, especially after COVID and all that. So the price was fifteen cents. I don't know if you can see that on the cover down here. The price fifteen cents, but in the book it, it it gives like a little bit of like the first chapter is like a little bit of the history of of wrestling and catch wrestling in particular and then about gotch himself and then um it does talk about kind of like gotch's philosophy or it's called the science of wrestling but it's kind of like uh, frank gotch's philosophy on wrestling and then it goes into uh some of his training tips and stuff and we've talked about his training tips before but i want to I want to talk about what he says about um, longevity and age and stuff like that, which should be on one of these on one of these pages here. I forgot to put a bookmark on it. Darn. Let me see. Uh, well, anyway, if anybody has any questions, why I look for the <laughs> basically what he says is uh, um, it is 
there's he gives a few examples like there's he says basically like you can be still in your prime like around age 40 and even he does even say like 50 but you can still be near the top of of the sport and i want to just read it to you though so you can get the direct quote but he also um names a few names like one guy who's and he names a guy uh, and the, he names a few guys and their age uh let me see <laughs> hmm darn darn <laughs> okay well ask me some questions in the meantime while i'm <laughs> sorry that i didn't i forgot to bookmark it but anyway this is the thing he was talking about like how um you don't like a lot of it is uh the the discernment right so with age you can get better discernment so you don't necessarily have to be uh like the fastest guy but you got to know when and how to react so that's one of the oh here it is here it is okay so let's go ahead and just go to the quote and then we'll kind of break it down so uh, but feel free to ask any questions or make comments. Uh, just let me know, okay? Um, and this is another, actually, the beginning of the, this paragraph is really interesting. I think we can kind of talk about that too, but maybe in another talk as well. Um, but anyway, it says, no matter, let's see, men are competing today who were before the public 20 years ago. So that means like people have been competing for a long time, right? Some of these guys have been competing for a long, like 20 years, right? And the man may remain very near the head of his profession until he reaches 50 years of age. Jack Karkik, for instance, is 42. Joe Carroll is 34 and Tom Jenkins is 32. These are but three. And although it cannot be denied that a wrestler has reached his prime at 40, the fact still remains that skill and experience go far to balance a handicap in the matter of years. And then the next paragraph, he just talks about, um, they're going to talk about the different styles and then like the different popular styles. And then, uh, and they go into like catch wrestling being the most popular at, at that time. And then they'll talk about, uh, catch wrestling in particular. Um, but so he kind of says like a prime, like your your wrestling prime, or kind of like the pinnacle, right? Is like the age forty. Um, but guys at age fifty can be uh, right near the top of the 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 rankings, basically. So uh, what does that mean? He kind of talks about like other things about in, in other chat in other sections. It's all about like the discernment. So it's not always about who's fastest. I think nowadays a lot of people, because of like freestyle wrestling and even folk style wrestling, uh, their their time limits are very short. So then it becomes a speed match. So whoever can get the most point, and also the points, you know, points kind of make it where it's like, oh, if I can get a few takedowns, um, uh, then I can win the match. And actually, this happens in jujitsu as well, where some matches are only five minutes long. And then if you can get that takedown, you get those two points, and you can kind of stall and wait for the rest of the four minutes to to be up, right? Um, or even, like, if you're a little bit more aggressive. This happened um, when 
I did actually I did a gi tournament a long time ago, and because um, I was the the more aggressive person, um, the other person kept kind of running away, but um, <clears throat> uh, the time ran out. I think it was only five minutes, and because the guy kept backing up, then they gave me the match or they gave me the win because uh, the other person wasn't engaging. So, so if you can if you can like get those advantages or if you can be attacking even though there's not like a finish, you can still win, right? So then, so in modern days, you can um, you can win by these types of things. And, and in catch wrestling, you have to actually beat the person. There was no time limit. So somebody had to win. So it wasn't necessarily like uh, running away. There were certain things you can do to kind of wear out the person or, or tire them down and then get it so they're more easy to control. Right, so then that's when you get your pin or your submission hold. Um, but you know that's that that isn't kind of like the way things are nowadays. So then, unfortunately, people are thinking of wrestling and grappling in those terms or in that that way of thinking, where it's like you have a five minute match or seven minute match, maybe at most ten. You know, unless there's some kind of uh, pro thing like um, whether you can get a twenty minute match or like our. Uh, catch wrestling events where we have 20 minute matches um so you're you're kind of blasting through or trying to blast through someone as, as best as you can or as quickly as you can right but that that wasn't the way it was in catch wrestling or at least in the prime of catch wrestling right so that's one of the things that uh, got to alludes to where if you kind of have that bridge or like that that meeting point of skill Discern and discernment and also like the psychological aspect where you have like the willingness uh, to compete and you know, you know got that mindset going so when all those kind of meet together it's around age 40 according to Frank Gotch right I'm sure some other people have reached their prime and all that at different times but Gotch is thinking it's about age 40 but uh, there's a lot to be said about that and so the other thing would be the strength and conditioning stuff, like how well you take care of yourself, that's like a major, major uh, thing that will allow you to continue in your sport um, for a long time. Because I think even what one championship MMA uh, that's based out of Singapore and Asia, uh, they have a guy like in his, I think he's past 45 already that he still fights. They have a few guys in their 40s actually. Um, even in UFC, there's a bunch of guys like around 38, 39. Uh, I've been seeing the age 38 a lot in, in uh, these tale of the tapes. Um, and uh, let me see. And also, actually, I, and some there's a man at our the MMA gym that I teach at. He's in his 40s. I believe he's 45 also. And he's going to be making his pro debut, actually, pro MMA debut, uh, I think, this the end of this month. Uh, in Canada, so um, he's already scheduled that. He's had a he had, he's already had several amateur fights, and so um, he um, you know had some family stuff that he wanted to take care of, and then now he's back training full time and uh, or a, a lot of whenever he can, right? Um, and he's uh, gonna go pro. So and there's the other thing about MMA or even different different kind of careers, but just think about an MMA career. You don't necessarily have to 
be um, in UFC at the top of the division to have a successful MMA career. You can you can do a lot of uh, pro fights uh, in other organizations, and um, and there's actually there's a lot of different organizations that uh, you can like be fighting in and be doing well in, and so you'd have like a, a great career. You just won't be you don't necessarily have if you're okay with not being you know, the main event at UFC, because very few people can do that. And a lot of times that's like favoritism. It's not necessarily the quality of the the fighter that, they, that gets to the top of UFC. That's one of the reasons why I kind of like um, one championship, because they actually tried to let people know about the fighters, about, like kind of like how they are personally. So like their character and all that. So they try to, uh, get you to know about them. So then you get excited about them fighting. So instead of just like the, the one who's really good at selling, you know, basically selling tickets or right? selling themselves and selling tickets. Uh, Cause not everyone's like the, a big time extrovert where they're always like in your face. And, you know, I think you can kind of think of a few UFC fighters who, um, you know, really uh, are into showmanship, right. To get, to, and, and a lot of times that they do that, not necessarily because it's their personality, but it's because they know that that's what can keep them in UFC because at the end of the day, uh, it's about selling tickets, right? So I think the the model that One Championship is using is where they're trying to, the, the, the company themselves is trying to do some of the education so that um, the audience knows about these people and cares about the the fighters so that you can sell tickets. Right? <laughs> it's kind of all about selling tickets, but you know, people do it in certain ways. So they maybe UFC is kind of leaving it up to the fighters. And then one championship is kind of uh, trying to help out the fighters, you know, who might be uh, not, not the best at that showmanship aspect because they're not really, they don't like all the name trash talk and all that stuff in, in Asia and one championship. So, which I think is kind of nice because right? then you, if you learn about the people, then you get excited about their fights and about the skill. Because uh, they have a lot of really skilled, like they got a lot of judo black belts and stuff who are fighting, doing very well. They have some Sanda people uh, who are fighting and doing very well. Um, so um, I kind of like that, right? It's not just like this kind of generic MMA style because that's kind of what's developed over the years where. Uh, there's a lot of people who are kind of like uh, know a little bit of all these different things, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of jujitsu, uh, a little bit of you know boxing or some kickboxing and stuff. But um, in Asia, you're getting a lot of people who spent years, you know, becoming like a high level judo person or high level Muay Thai or whatever. So uh, it, some of these fights are really interesting, and you get a lot of uh, a, a wider variety of finishes. Right, so sometimes you'll get um, uh, unique submissions that people aren't really seeing in, uh, like UFC or, you know, other MMA promotions in the United States, which is pretty cool. So that's something to, to think about or to, you know, it's something that I enjoy. So I enjoy watching all these things. Um, so, you know, feel free to comment and let me know, uh, because, uh, to kind of recap, so for those, for anybody who just kind of joined right now, somebody asked about whether or not they, if they trained in their youth in catch wrestling, once they reach like age 80 or, you know, their 70s or 80s, 
would they be able to continue or would they be able to use catch wrestling uh, for self-defense or, you know, or, or is it just something that's like kind of like a big stunt show and, uh, you know, once you get past a certain age, your body just can't handle it. Well, a lot of times it is a, a mix Right, so catch wrestling isn't a stunt show. It is not a stunt show, but uh, you can, um, if you don't take care of your body, then you can rack up a lot of injuries. It's going to make it more difficult for you to defend yourself when you get older. So it's all about taking care of yourself. But like how I mentioned in Frank Gotch's book from 1918, he mentions like people being in their prime at age 40 and even in at age 50, they can still be at the top of the rankings. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it is how well you take care of yourself, you know, all that strength and conditioning stuff. Frank Gotch was a runner. He had plenty of, uh, he had plenty, <laughs> he had miles and miles of road to run on uh, where he lived in Iowa, around Humboldt, Iowa. I mean, the nearest uh, big town or bigger town, Fort Dodge, uh, south of Humboldt um, is it'd be a good run, it'd be a good, miles away, um, and so um, and he did all these different things to take care of himself, and he probably would have been one of those people uh, who would have been who would have continued to compete, just like um, Farmer Burns uh, continued uh, for you know a very very long time. His he, his body held up great uh, for the longest time. Unfortunately, uh, Frank Gotch died of a, what's now considered a curable illness. Uh, I think he died around age 38. Um, but, you know, so he never got there, but he, you know, he never reached age 40. But um, he, <clears throat> he, barring that, that illness, the, he, he could have, maybe he could have. Um, so that's unfortunate. Right. And the other thing was like it's kind of unfortunate because uh, he did have kids and all that, and they, after he died, uh, the younger ones didn't really want to be associated with his name and all that because you know anyway, there's a lot of kind of sad things that kind of happened about like how quickly he uh, he kind of faded away from even in his family and stuff like that. So stuff that I've heard about. So maybe we can kind of talk about some of that stuff later too as well. Um, but according to Frank Gotch who I believe totally would have held up, I mean, his body would have held up uh, all these all these years. Um, he could have been one of these people, you know, since he was already nearing, you know, he's already past 35, he could have continued uh, competing for a while. All right, so we have a comment from Reinhardt. I wrestled in high school and college. Where would be a good place to start catch? Is what I've learned useful and transfer over? Uh, yes, there are a lot of uh, fundamental wrestling techniques that do transfer over, uh, but the only thing would be is um, some amateur wrestling techniques leave you open to getting submitted. And uh, this is the one thing that it's like, I, I feel like it's a real shame because there's a lot of great wrestling techniques and then, um, like say when I go to when I go to train at the jujitsu gym, I hear people talking about like, oh yeah, such and such a guy, such a wrestler came in and I totally caught him in my well, I I, I train at a tenth planet gym in West Los Angeles and um 
uh, so a bunch of the people were like, this, some wrestler guy came in and I, I submitted him with my rubber guard and all that. And it's like, oh man, like, <laughs> like, like it, it is kind of sad because yeah, if you, if you have like this pure, uh, you know, amateur wrestling background, there are a lot of things that you, that are perfect for amateur wrestling, but because there are no submissions, um, it leaves you vulnerable. And so that would be the the main thing. A lot of it does transfer really well, but so there would just be maybe little tweaks here and there that you would have to do to make sure that you don't uh, open yourself up to submissions. But um, but yeah, I would say I would say a lot of it would be familiar, and familiar enough where it's like you can you could potentially excel at it like really quickly. You could probably get good. Yeah, so I would say go for it. Um, and I don't know where you live, but, you know, if you're near LA, then, you know, come train, uh, if you're on the, I mean, I don't know where you're, Reinhardt, you're just making me think that you're like in, in Germany or something. I don't know, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where you are, but, you know, if you're far away, you can always do the CWA Academy through our website. Um, so yeah, just let us know. Uh, also, if anybody else has any questions, you know, just let us know. All right, so we were talking about longevity in the sport, and um, uh, and Frank Gotch in particular saying that someone's prime is in their fifth or forties, and then uh, but people in their fifties can still stay at the top of the sport, which is pretty amazing, especially nowadays. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that. Um, thinking that like you're done at like definitely by 30, you know? So, um, but I think even in fighting sports, we are seeing a lot of people, I mentioned it earlier, we're seeing a lot of people in mid thirties or, uh, seeing a lot of people 38 and also even some people like at 45 and stuff, still, still fighting and still in the big pay-per-views and all that in the big shows and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's totally possible. And a lot of it's about how well you take care of yourself, but I think Frank Gotch was mentioning that whole thing where it's like, as you get older, you, your discernment gets a little bit better. So you should be more mature in your mind so that you can, uh, like, your your economy of movement should be better. So Or your reaction should be better where it's like if someone just, if, if a younger person tries to go in and, uh, like, and tries to grab you and tackle you, then you'd probably be able to just, counter with a submission hold and not necessarily worry about uh like sprawling or anything like that it's just you just submit them right um like you submit them with like a, a double wrist lock or something so um, that would be you know an example where it's like you use little to no effort and they're the one using all the effort so that's that's kind of showing your discernment not necessarily like it's showing your age or anything like that but it's showing your mental um like kind of like the the mental maturity and stuff like that, where you don't have to be the one blasting in and trying to uh, muscle everything. And so I think that's one of the things that Frank was talking about as well. Uh, I think he kind of talks about it in, a, in another chapter because he talks about uh, training tips and all that. So I think we can uh, uh, talk about that also later. I did one sh one live stream about his his uh, training tips. But yeah, he, he was all about strength and conditioning and all that. So basically, if you can keep yourself in shape, um, then you can you can have longevity in your sport. And so 
one of the or like there's different aspects about uh like your your like fitness and so one of the things it's totally like the mental aspect but the strength and conditioning so what comes into or what i include in strength and conditioning would be you know like the resistance training so it can be whatever kind of like weight training that you like um and then you could do the cardio but then one of the things that often gets very neglected that leads to uh, a lot of injuries is the flexibility training so the stretching and whatnot so that is is major because that is that brings down a lot of pro athletes in a variety of sports they have people there to stretch them but it's not like a big thing that they do so if you can kind of get a stretching routine and make sure that you're uh like you're stretching because there's even there's even evaluations as of flexibility and and um there's ranges that are that are laid out by like you know our medical professionals that show that if like say if your hip flexibility is at a certain level then you have less chance like statistically speaking to get like injured or get like develop back problems like sciatica where it's like you know your nerve gets pinched and um, you just have all this debilitating nerve pain so that is one of the things that i would like to, to impart on whoever's listening or it's like you can uh, make sure that, that you're doing the stretching because that seems to be neglected just on average uh you know by you know men and women alike all right so let's get back to some of your guys's uh, comments uh reinhardt you're in new england on the east coast uh yeah please check out american hook wrestling uh you can use you can find it easily on facebook that is uh, john strickland's group on the east coast uh, he's if you can ever make it down to train with him in south carolina um i would recommend it uh, but you can at least do his online training uh so but yeah you you would find him or you know just message american hook wrestling uh on facebook Z-Man. I wrestled in high school and took judo in the Air Force in California. At 50, I took BJJ and did very well against young guys, and the wrestling came in real handy. Now, 65, I lift lift weights and play golf. <laughs> uh, very cool. And so th that's the thing. It's like um, uh, you got to be doing that. You know, you got to be lifting the weights. And the golf, you can kind of consider it like it, it. Well, it depends on if you're riding the the golf cart or not. But uh, maybe you can walk it one day, walk the course. That that'll also be really good for you. Um, but yeah, like so. One of the points was is like at 50, you took BJJ and did very well against young guys, and the wrestling came in real handy. Very true. Very true. Um, so. Um, and a lot of, and the thing is like a lot of the young guys are trying really hard to be good at jujitsu. So that would be one of the things that people need to take in consideration or it's like, um, the wrestling will always be able to help you. Right. And it's just about how well you take care of yourself. And then, yeah, if you, if what at in, in your sixties, you know, you're not interested in doing that anymore, but like, look how fit you still are. Right. So you can continue doing some kind of like strength and conditioning stuff it just helps you like for you know for the rest of your life so uh keep at it and you can we have we have an example here z-man uh doing so well like for so long so yeah just keep at it that's really good to hear and i think that's kind of 
uh, corroboration on what I'm trying to talk about here and what Frank Gotch talked about. Unfortunately, he didn't, you know, live, you know, to, you know, to, to demonstrate for us, you know, but, um, you know, at least I think what he's talking about is, was a little bit more of a common, like, perspective at that time. So, um, but unfortunately, you know, over the decades, that's not really what people are thinking about now. They're thinking about, like, oh, guys, men and women in their 20s, and that's, you know, once they reach 30, that's it. And it's like, now we're even, I think fighting is really showing that that's not necessarily the case. We're seeing some kind of uh, um, examples, like in pro football and whatnot, um, and even some basketball players where they talk about, like, once they improved even their diet and uh, strength and conditioning stuff, they could have continued on in basketball longer and stuff like that. So uh, it's not just wrestling, but I think, well, since we're talking about, you know, that's, that's what we're about. Uh, we have examples of that, and we have examples in MMA about, you know, older people, if you still have the desire to fight and compete, then you can be, like how Frank Gotch says, you can still be a, uh, near the top of the, of the rankings, uh, even at age 50. So, but yeah, you got to take care of yourself. You got to have the stretching and the strength and conditioning as well as like the, the techniques, right? And then the mental discernment and the mindset uh, to compete. So there's kind of a lot of components that go into actually competing, right? So if any, if any one of them are kind of missing, then you can get injured or, or you can um, uh, ultimately like lose, right? So uh, like if you get broken mentally, then you might have great skill, but you can't use it because, you know, all the discernment is gone or your your will to continue is gone. So there's a lot of like dominoes there that can just fall, right? If if one of the if one of the dominoes falls, then uh, it can all be over for you. All right. All right. So hopefully I got my point across. So the book I was using or the book I referenced is called Wrestling by Frank Gotch, World's Champion. I'll show it to you here. So if anybody watching the video, you guys can see. So this is actually, um, I think, one of the original copies. Unfortunately, my cover is torn. Um, but yeah, this this was published in 1918. There's a lot of really cool pictures in it. It starts off actually kind of giving you guys or giving the reader uh, an understanding of who a lot of the the wrestlers are. So this is Frank Gotch, and the the caption is you know Farmer. Bur I mean, sorry, not Frank. Farmer Burns, and the the caption talks about uh, Farmer Burns, Gotch's instructor. And then uh, then they they show a few different uh, wrestlers of the time. So like George Hackenschmidt. All right. So it's actually a pretty cool little book. It's not the most extensive, and of course you're not you're not going to learn everything about wrestling, but it was a it was a cool little book, uh, and I'm sure you know had Frank lived longer, you know more books would have emerged. That's Frank. And then later on, it has a bunch of different techniques, right? So yeah, the Chancery and Barlock, right? still used today right i'm sure you guys any of you guys with wrestling background would be familiar with this all right so we tend to call this half halch in england um uh but 
you know, it goes by a few different names in the United States. Um, but yeah, really good for pinning. All right, so so going back to Reinhardt's uh, comment, you know, it's like there are a lot of really there's a lot of identical things that you would learn, you would have learned from whatever amateur wrestling style you you did, and you can apply that in catch wrestling and. Uh, so you, you could already be at an, at an advantage, but it would just be you learning more about the submission holds and how not to leave yourself open to getting submitted, right? All right. So uh, and if any of you guys want to help us out, um, you know, you can always become a member of this channel uh, through our YouTube channel. Uh, so it's like $2 a month if you just like us, right? I've been starting to put a little bit of videos out there for people at that tier. Uh, but if you want more of our extensive video library, like behind the scenes stuff. Also, we did a presentation at Frank Gotch's uh, training ground in Humboldt, Iowa. Uh, there's different different things there, even different techniques and stuff like that. So some videos that we put out, like some technique videos we put out on our main YouTube channel. Uh, we also put out an alternate ending. Uh, like an alternate submission ending in our membership area. So that would be the medium tier. Um, so you can also join that as well. Uh, or if you want to join the CW, CWA Academy, please do so. That is through our website. So catchwrestlingalliance.com. All right. So thank you for uh, supporting us. And, you know, we're going to keep things going. We're actually going to be starting a... Uh, a catch wrestling class at a new location as well. So, you know, right now we're at uh, Fight Science MMA here in Los Angeles, but we'll, we I was asked to teach uh, at UCLA. I used to teach at UCLA uh, many, many years ago, uh, and so I was asked back uh, to teach catch wrestling and Chinese kickboxing, or Sanda. All right, so I will be teaching those uh, starting in October. So they start later, like their academic year starts later. So I think the, the students are just moving back to campus now. And so uh, classes will start, you know, in a week or so. And then uh, the, the like athletic class or like the recreation classes start at the beginning of October. So beginning of October, I'll be teaching there. That is open to the public. It is part of... Um, if you're a student, then, you know, you can just, that's part of your uh, student benefits or whatever, but it is a public university, so anybody can join the gym there. It's called the Wooden Center, the John Wooden Center, and uh, anybody can become a member there. It's got a top-notch, um, uh, like, weights and cardio equipment and stuff, and but they have tons of different types of classes, including a variety of martial arts stuff, uh, dance classes, yoga classes, spinning classes, all that, so... Uh, I believe that they uh, have like a kind of like this package thing where it's like you can pay a small fee and then um, and then you can take all the grappling classes. I think it's I think they're doing something like that. All right, actually, let's do one last comment. Z-Man, you're still practicing. So at 65, you're still practicing with a wrestling dummy for warm ups before lifting weights. How do you feel about wrestling dummies for drills and your training? Yes, I have actually I have one at my apartment. So um, uh, it's really, really great. Uh, so yes, keep at it. And it's all about moving your body, continuing to use your range of motion. If you don't, then 
you're, 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 you lose your flexibility. And that actually means your tendons can actually get shorter. Uh, that's why people have a lot of problems where they have these jobs where they sit down all day. It can really wreck your body. So doing the dynamic movements that like from a wrestling dummy that, you know, like say even doing hip throws and stuff like that, that is using, you know, it's using your waist, it's using your arms, it's, you know, you're doing uh, movements that are not in the normal uh, way of moving every day. So all those types of things are vital, vital to uh, be living comfortably in your body uh, for your entire life. So yes, that's amazing. That's really cool. Thank you very much for commenting. All right, so we'll go ahead and sign off. Uh, but if you guys want to talk about any other thing, you know, just uh, this this uh, stream today was based off of one of your guys' comments. Um, so, you know, keep on commenting and, you know, like let us know if there's any subject you want to talk about. Because, uh, yeah, I'm here for you. And thank you for being there for me and catch wrestling. So let's together keep real wrestling alive.